Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Danny. Join me as we go deep into God's Word, as we discover the hidden gems and hidden treasures that God has made available to us all if we would have but ears to hear and eyes to see. As you come with me on this journey, let's explore God's Word and see what He desires to show and tell us in our day. This may be your first time or the next time, but I welcome you here. Let's dig in and see what the Lord has for us today. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 19. Uh, it's been a bit of time since I've uh, released something. Um, it's been a pretty busy, busy time here lately, uh, and I've found uh, some inspiration to work on a project that I believe that the Lord has prompted me to to teach on, um, and it's the end times and our perception of what. Uh, our perception and understanding of what the Bible says, and um, and maybe get some clarity on that. And so that's been quite an undertaking, um, and really I was just kind of getting started. But uh, this might turn into something more than just a single teaching, at the very least, maybe multiple ones, um, and maybe even even more involved, uh, a little small. Yeah, I don't know if I'd even call it a book, but a little small something. Uh, that's too big for multiple teachings. So that's where I've been, and um, I do feel like I I need to get something out here, uh, just to to keep you know you guys engaged and um, you know checking in. So I appreciate those who have um, come back to visit maybe uh, once again, and maybe those who are coming in for just the first time. Um, God continues to expand the reach of this, and I'm so grateful for what He's doing with it, um, whether I know or do not know. So I thank him for it. Um, as I was kind of thinking on what that I might share, um, I mean, the Lord's been speaking to me some things that um, have been really special, and and I always make notes of those. Uh, I keep a little journal where I can write these things down. I, in my phone, I keep a little notepad where you know, I write these thoughts that the Lord reveals to me or questions that he's asking. And so I'm constantly noting things and 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 considering and pondering on them, but uh, nothing's really stood out to me. And and I don't want to just kind of throw something throw something together kind of haphazardly. And um, I just wanted I felt like it needed more honor than that. So uh, since I have been working on this uh, kind of end times study. I felt permitted to to read some psalms that uh, have really spoken to me. Now, I've been, just a little transparency, I've been going through a very difficult time at work uh, here lately. I mean, it's, it's, it's very uh, discouraging, very trying times in healthcare right now in the, in the United States. And... Um, just the demand on healthcare is really sh- is very, been very stressful. Um, not enough people working, uh, understaffed. I mean, it's just been it's the it's been the hardest days of my professional working life. 
um, with with the exception of some some days early on, but um, no less, it's been very difficult, and I have found such inspiration and encouragement in the Book of Psalm. Um, you know, if if you're not familiar with um, with this book of the Bible, um, there's quite a number of them. Many of them are written by David. Um, some of them are written by some of the other musicians that was um, in his court. Um, we, one that I actually will end up reading today is a prayer of Moses. So it's um, it, it can be a little bit all over the place, but we traditionally think of the book of Psalms with David and his writing, and many of them are written by him. Um, I know in my particular uh, Bible and translation, it'll give a little bit of tidbit of information, and uh, sometimes it'll tell you, you know, it might be a prayer of David, it might be a psalm, uh, uh, a song of David, uh, um, etc. So you may find some of those little details that uh, just help put a little bit of uh, relativity to it um, or relatability to know what's the source of this and. Um, and oftentimes when we read them, you know, especially when we're going through difficult times like myself and I'm sure many of you uh, from wherever you're listening, um, it's very, you can relate to some of the just, you know, the dark night of the soul that he he or the writers are going through. And as he is expressing those uh, times, you, you're like, I can't, I'm right with you. I feel you in that uh, that difficult season. And so um, I've just found a lot of encouragement and, and uh, strengthening in the Psalms. Uh, so I would encourage you, um, you know, dig into these Psalms, go through them, um, each one, as many as there are, uh, carries with it a very, a very special reality um, and that, that God wants to make real to you. And uh, so I would encourage you to do that. So today, um, I'm just going to take some time. Um, we'll just see where it goes. Uh, read a few psalms that that I feel like um, that just happened to be on. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what we can get gather from them. Um, I'll probably just let them speak for themselves. I'm I'm probably not going to add much to it. Um, but wherever you find yourself listening to this um obviously if you're you know you if you're driving in your car somewhere you know do it safely uh don't don't close your eyes but if you're in a place where you can um you know just bask in what the let the words um inspired and penned uh through the holy spirit by man let the words um enter into the depth of of your being and um, as we as we uncover the words let the words uncover in you um, but um, yeah we'll just jump in so I'm I'm gonna start in Psalm 89 um, this particular psalm it's a longer one uh, it's God's covenant with David so um we're just going to go from there, um, and I'll read a few. We'll, we'll see what happens. So I just pray that uh, the Lord would 
would use his word to resonate in our hearts, in our minds. I would ask that you would bring you peace and joy and, and comfort in this difficult season that we find ourselves in. Um, and, uh, and so I just thank you in advance for what your word is capable of, that it would uncover, that it would bind up and strengthen and encourage that which is needed. So I thank you in advance, Lord, in, in Jesus' name. So Psalm 89, verse 1, I will sing of your steadfast love, O Lord, forever. With my mouth, I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established forever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to my servant, David. I will establish your descendants forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord. Your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For, for who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord, a God feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and awesome above all that are around him? O Lord God of hosts, who is as mighty as you, O Lord, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea when its waves rise. You still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you created them. Tabor and Hermon joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. High your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Praise God. Happy are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. They exult in your name all day long and extol your righteousness, for you are the glory of their strength. By your favor, our horn is exalted, for our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. Then you spoke in a vision to your faithful one and said, I have set the crown on one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found my servant, David. 
With my holy oil, I have anointed him. My hand shall always remain with him. My arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him. The wicked shall not humble him. I will crush his foes before him and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and steadfast love shall be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. I will set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers. He shall cry to me, you are my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Forever I will keep my steadfast love for him, and my covenant with him will stand firm. I will establish his line forever and his throne as long as the heavens endure If his children forsake my law and do not walk according to my ordinances, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with scourges. But I will not remove from him my steadfast love or be false to my faithfulness. Oh God, you are trustworthy. I will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth from my lips once and for all I have sworn by my holiness. I will not lie to David. His throne shall continue forever. And his throne endure before me like the sun. It shall be established forever like the moon. An enduring witness in the skies. Selah. But now you have spurned and rejected him. You are full of wrath against your anointed. You have renounced the covenant with your servant. You have defiled his crown in the dust. You have broken through all his walls. You have laid his strongholds in ruins. All who pass by plunder him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. Moreover, you have turned back the edge of his sword, and you have not supported him in battle. You have removed the scepter from his hand and hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short 
the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. Selah. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. For what vanity you have created all mortals. Who can live and never see death? Who can escape the power of Sheol? Selah. Lord, where is your steadfast love of old, which by your faithfulness you swore to David? Remember, O Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I bear in my bosom the insults of the peoples with which your enemies taunt, O Lord, with which they taunted the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. This is another reading out of Psalm 90. In my Bible, it is titled, subtitled, God's Eternity and Human Frailty. It's a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Verse 1. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn us back to dust and say, turn back you mortals, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are consumed by your anger, by your wrath, we are overwhelmed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For all our days pass away under your wrath. Our years come to an end like a sigh. The days of our life are 70 years, or perhaps 80 if we are strong. Even then, their span is only toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? Your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. That's so good. I'm going to read that again. Your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. So teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart 
Turn, O Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad as many days as you have afflicted us and as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and prosper for us the work of our hands. Oh, prosper the work of our hands. I think it is important there at the end of that particular psalm is to let the work, let your work be manifest to your servants and your glorious power to their children. I think this is something that is very much, very much missed in the day that we live. To see the manifest work of the Lord. This occurs for various reasons. The the demands of our lives, our hectic schedules, we we lack a devotion of time to God in the secret place. And we miss out on the opportunity to see, to to lay eyes on, to the work of God to be manifest to us. And then we also have a tendency to t- just care about ourselves and and to not to not be concerned with the matters of of our children. Not only we pray, O oh God, that that you manifest yourself to us in our day, the day in which we live, your servants, but we also pray that that glorious power be revealed and manifested to our children so that they can see the marvelous works of our Lord. But we, your servants and their children, need to see the hand of the Lord. Let us slow down. Let us take time to experience God and everything that He has. Let us experience the manifold riches of His glory and power in our lives day by day. As this psalm writer said, may we wake up to the glorious encounter of the Lord day by day. And this psalm writer does not shy away from asking for the favor of the Lord to be upon us. They do not shy away from asking God to prosper for us the work of our hands. Prosper the work of our hands. He says it twice. Let us too not be fearful of asking God to prosper the work of our hands. It is important to have a dose of reality, though, in this, is that it is only God who can prosper the work of our hands. For it is nothing that we can bring to the table. All we can bring is our faithfulness and obedience. That is all we have to offer. It is the hand, the mighty arm of the Lord, 
that can alone prosper anything that we do. But we do not, we do not, we are not to be fearful of asking for that prospering. For this psalm writer, he, they ask for that very thing. So too do we, God, ask for you to prosper the work of your children's hands. Let us be lights in darkness to shine bright in a world around us. I think I'll have time for one more. Uh, this will be Psalm 91. This is subtitled, Assurance of God's Protection. Verse 1, You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, or the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Why is that? We ask. Verse 9, because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High your dwelling place. Pay close attention to these words, dwelling place, um, the shelter of, abide. These are, these are really strong echoes of this, this idea of tabernacle, where God's presence was, this place of abiding. John captures this in his, in his gospel, in the book of John, this place of abiding in him. This is something we have access to in this day that we live. Abiding in His presence. Verse 9, Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Those who love me I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. Praise God. What an encouragement the Psalms are. They show, they reveal the the dark, despairing days that man 
women, boys, and girls can experience and face, but we can have hope and joy and peace in the midst of our enemies where he can set and will set a table for us, a fellowship with him in the midst of our enemies. So I pray that uh, these are an encouragement to you, and I know they have been to me in these past uh, two or three months. It's been a, an encouragement and an uplifting. Um, I'm going to close out by telling you this this dream, this vision that I had uh, last night, and um, it just keeps popping into my mind as I talk about this, so just going to share it. I don't really know what the implications are. I don't quite understand it. Um, it was very ma majestic um, and extraordinary. So I'll just I'll just share it. I was in that place in going to sleep where you're not quite asleep, but you're not quite awake. You're in this middle ground, this this connected but unconnected. Um, and oftentimes I do have these encounters, experiences, these visions, dreams, uh, whatever we would call them. I do often have things in that place, and I can't help but wonder if it's it's if God can use thing like use us in those moments where we're 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 not quite in the flesh and and we're not completely turned off. So. Um, don't discount those moments um, as as just oh, it was just this little dream. Um, God has used those moments in 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 time for me to speak some very interesting and incredible things. So, in this particular moment, I find myself not standing on Earth, but but in in the heavens, in the celestial, in the in the sky, this cosmic place. And I look, I look up high, and I see this in this exalted place, this high place. Um, I struggle with the language for this because I, I don't. I can only imagine John in Revelation, what he encountered when he when he was invited to see these things that he didn't have language for. He's never seen any of this stuff. How 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 in the world can you effectively communicate? what you're seeing when you don't even have language for it. And so I find myself in that very place, and it's fairly frustrating because for me, most of the time, um, I can do a decent job in communicating uh, things that I want to express. So in this, in this encounter, I find myself very frustrated because I don't have language for it, but uh, I do my best. Um, so I look up. This high, high up place in the in this celestial in the sky, and and I see this circular arrangement of columns. Uh, if you're somewhat familiar with any of like a you know Greek uh, Colosseum, and it's this well that's more elliptical, but uh, but there's these columns. Well, these columns were kind of similar to that, but it was a circular arrangement of these. And they weren't columns in the sense of in a physical, tangible way. They were they were almost like a, a 
they were almost these <laughs> oh man language they in themselves were cylindrical and each one had a very distinct appearance they were colors that were that were so vibrant that I would dare say I've never seen colors that had such richness to them. Reds and blues and light blues and dark blues and varying colors. And in this arrangement, each each cylinder was was alive. It was moving. It was animated. There were things happening in each one. And I understood that each one represented a period of time for humanity. The first word, as I started to think about this after the fact, you know, an eon uh, of time. And that's just this great amount of time that, you know, it's indefinite period um, that uh, is expansive over time. But I don't know if that's even the right word, but it was just a spirit. It was, each one represented spans of time that are relevant to humanity, that have that occurred across time to humanity. And there was, each one represented different spans. And as I looked at them, from where I was, my perception I was very zoomed in, so it was difficult for me to capture how many there were. But I wanted to, in the moment, understand how many columns there were. But I was unable to calculate them. But in the vision, it was as though I said to myself, I bet there are seven. Well... As I just began to look at them, I was, I was just struck in awe of what, just how majestic they were. It, taking it all in was just, it was surreal. It was, um, it was more, I hate to use this word, but it was more magical than anything that I've ever seen. And I still struggle to to find language for it. But in perceiving it, um I don't I didn't have any understanding of where we were in relation to this arrangement of eras of time. Because if perhaps I would be have some sort of insight into know how many if we, if I knew where we were, then you know perhaps I would know, um, you know where it was, where it was heading, where it was going, but I didn't have that insight. I didn't know where we were located. I didn't I didn't have any understanding in the vision as to what did this all mean. In the moment, I was just struck by the the awe of the beauty of it and then also of the 
pre-designed, predetermined intention. You know, because I knew that it was a, a created, orchestrated um, display. And so I, all I could capture in, in my, my mind was that, you know, wow, there is such a, there is such an order to this and, and, and it was beautifully incredible. So, um, I came back to, and that was the end of it. Um, but, um, it was pretty incredible. Um, so perhaps I'm saying that to just inspire, um, Perhaps there are some that may have may be listening that have experienced something similar to this, um, and maybe just wrote it off um, in those moments of between dream and awake, and and so um, I, I definitely would encourage you don't discount those types of things, those encounters. Um, I believe that are very very often God is speaking to us things, wanting to share with us things that. Uh, are too grand for our minds to comprehend. And so he waits for us to get to that place where we're just, just slightly past the place of our understanding. And uh, so I thank you for taking the time uh, to join me with this. And I hope it uh, ministered to you and uh, explore the Psalms. They're amazing and uh, a lot of encouragement inside of them. So um, I appreciate you for joining me. And until next time, we'll see you. God bless. Thanks for joining me. I hope this blessed your heart and you leave with something special. Let us press in to know Him more. Let us press in to know Him more. And He will find us in seeking and seek us in finding. God bless you.